This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, this is kind of a think piece, and I wanted to find out, have you ever, as a GM, I'm talking mostly of the, the more experienced ones, but the newbies can do this too, have you ever thought of setting your stories, setting your adventures up a different way. As in, I'm not saying more cinematic or however you want to look at it. There's, I I was inspired to talk about this because of somebody, I saw a review of how Quentin Tarantino wrote, wrote Pulp Fiction, one of my favorite movies. And it's interesting the way he took three different stories and blended them into something that was very much what I like is it gives a great example of character interaction in between the stories. Like he said, well, one guy is the main hero of this story. And then the second story he's in it, but in a supporting role. And they sort of like it, it really gave you a sense of a place of a kind of, you know, it really gives you a sense of a community. There's, you know, this place. Of course, it was L.A. in the pre- in that present time. But the point is, it really blends your world and makes it feel more alive than anything I've seen. Now, I have a suggestion of how to do that, but I'll I'll say that for the end. I just want to relate another story. I came up with. Um, I saw this film by Orson Welles called Mr. Arcaden. And I was intrigued on how I could get this story told in a in a non I mean it's it's pretty linear but it's a non-traditional way. What I wanted I never did this but I did draft a you know I drafted up an outline of it. And what I would do is I said I run the first session and set up the premise of the story. And I kind of wanted like a team of game masters, like three or four of them, because what I was going to do is, basically Mr. Arcaden is a guy, a rich guy, who hires this guy to do a report on him because he has amnesia, or so he says, 
And he, he doesn't remember how he got rich because he had amnesia. So he hires this guy to be like a private detective, go around the world and find out people who knew him and all this other stuff. That was the premise. That's the one I was going to set up. And I had a list of his contacts of from the old days. And I would say to each GM, he says, all right, why don't you take this guy? Why don't you take that guy? Why don't you take this, uh, this other guy? And just, okay, come up with a, come up with a, I said, you know, it's basically, here's the basic premise. Here's the guy you're working with. What, this is what they did together in the, in the old days. And now go, you know, this is, this is the information you have and run the adventure with the player characters investigating this and what kind of trouble they get into. And then after they'd all done that, they would, they pretty much made a good, you know, a good, a good background to this guy. And then I was going to run the final session with all this information they got. And I thought, you know, if I could ever do this, this would be so cool. But I never got to do it. I just did an outline of it. But that's the kind of thing, you know, I'm, thinking of how to tell a story a different way. And with Pulp Fiction, it's like he took three stories and blended them together in a nonlinear format. Well, you can't quite do that in role-playing games. You, you can get close. Say you have, you come up with like three separate plot hooks and three different developments and run the first session with story one and then run the second session with story two and third story three and just go like piggyback and just keep three separate records of where these things are and keep some keep notes on how the session is going because say story one's going to affect stories two and three story three may affect only story one depending on how you do this as for the player characters I would ask each player to write up two characters. And I'm just going to say, you're going to be playing these guys in tandem. Uh, you know, you could, you could do one thing like, you know, say you have a heist you're going to plan out. Do the heist from one end and the other end. You know, do it from the, the people who are pulling the heist off end. And then the second session, there's these, these law enforcement people who have to catch these guys after they did the heist. And, you know, go on like that. That's one way to do it. That's, those are two, two to me, vi viable ways of doing this. And it just kind of fascinated me. So that's what you want to think about when you're a GM. Sometimes you want to think of how do I tell the story uniquely or differently? You know, if you want to do a linear story, if you want to do a linear adventure, that's fine. You know how I feel about linear adventures. But the point is, you know, take three plot hooks and develop them or you know, develop it along the lines of what I told you about with several GMs, something like that. Something to think about. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And you have to, we have a single donation option, Kofi, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard.
All right, I want to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton does the Bandits Key podcast, Randy and Joe does the Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chats. Oh, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Bye.